What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this new episode of Brain vs. the Universe. Of course, um, thank you guys for listening in. Thank you guys for being along with us, going along this journey with us. Um, of course, go ahead and like and subscribe. Um, we're going to have our YouTube channel. It's going to be listed in our details as well. So we do have that for all of our live footage, um, as well as go ahead and Leave some comments down there uh, if you haven't have any thoughts about some of the topics that we went over today, um, as well as um, if you have any um, conversational pieces that you think we should go over, um, as well as um, thank you guys, of course, for always listening in. Um, we're going to drop it to this episode in two seconds. Um, but outside of that, thank you guys for being a part of this. Um, thank you guys for being a part of the community that we're creating. Um, and we'll drop in in one, two, three. Peace. So, welcome to Brain vs. the Universe. You have myself, Victor. You have my two other co-hosts, Ty, who looks like a little psychopath right now. <laughs> and you got my boy, Cole. What's up, guys? That's because I've been watching Murders for the last three days. Holy shit. Yeah. Murders. What have you- Murders. <laughs> Let's start there. I finally paid for the Battle Rap app. Mm, this is how yeah. into Battle Rap I've gotten. I'm playing. I'm paying a Netflix subscription for <laughs> purely for Battle Rap. I thought you were about to tell me you were watching a true crime podcast. That's what I thought he was no. going to go with. No. <laughs> I was like, no. you're officially becoming a white girl. <laughs> <laughs> the transition has happened. The metamorphosis. I spent oh, enough man. time around time. white women. Start becoming them. They're affecting me. <laughs> but I've been watching. I've watched. There's been a few body bags over the past day, a few days or so. Mm. I showed you the one. Yeah. Body bag. Body bag went in a body bag. <laughs> they ain't got to clean it up, man. They ain't got to clean it up. Body bag on fire. <laughs> anyway, how was y'all's week? Um, it's been it's been interesting. I feel like I've been saying that for about forty five weeks now, but uh, it's not been bad. I've had a decent week personally. I know other people aren't so fortunate for sure. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. What about nah. you, man? What about your week? Apart from watching, you know, body grown bags. men put other grown men in body bags body with bag. their words. Body bag. <laughs> Sent them brothers back to school. Oh, man. Kid Mine's... Chaos. Mm. I like that put name. The Kid... Saga, Kid Chaos put the saga in a body bag. You saw it. That's so body it's... of the year. That was like six days into the year. Now, explain to them um, Kid Chaos is... Kid Chaos is a is what's considered a rookie battle rapper. He's a newer guy. I'm pretty sure it is, he's in his late twenties, early thirties, but he's newer. Yeah, on the scene or whatever. The Saga has been a prominent battle rapper for quite a while now. Uh, what type of battle rapper is he? The Saga is a Christian battle rapper. Which Christian battle rapper? So yes. interesting. His tagline is "I caught a body for the body of Christ." <laughs> is he is he like is he like a fundamentalist? Yeah, fucking stupid that sound. Is he like a fundamentalist or is he is he is he nuanced Christian? He, well, he can't be a fundamentalist <laughs> and be a battle rapper because yeah, well. he's still got gun lines and stuff like that. Bro, in his raps. listen, and he, I gotta stop you right there. You're from the South. You know how many preachers got guns in Texas? Yeah, okay. I, I know a preacher <laughs> that killed a man once. And he's still a preacher. Or was it in self defense? Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, that's basically what it means. So, no. Anyway. All right. Uh, uh, how was your week? I mean, my week was pretty good. It was all right? Yeah. Nothing my, really crazy. Uh, I, I just, you know, I'm just, I just keep saying this. 
I'll be glad when this coronavirus shit is over. Really? Mm. I'm really you glad. Because this uh, is... It's it's getting it's getting worse from my view. I'm a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of health coaching. So I'm a, I'm a little more connected to my clients than the average personal trainer is connected to their clients. We text back and forth mm-hmm. five days a week. So I'm a part of my 20-something clients' lives yeah. to a pretty significant degree. And like, and also my coworkers' clients, and I'll, I'll say it like this, a lot of people are struggling. Mm. That's the nicest way I could put it. <laughs> yes. Um, mental health right now seems to be kind of uh, cry in the dark for a lot of people. I don't think yeah. they know what to do. Mm-hmm. So I said, personally, I'm okay, but uh, not so fortunate for others. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yep. 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 Times we need a new story. We need a new story. That's how people get through their day is stories, Mm -hmm. that movie in your head. Mm -hmm. Uh, There just isn't a collective story right now, I think, for most people. The collective story is the world doesn't make sense. Yep. It doesn't make sense at all, all the way from, you know, government down to health departments to hospitals to world affairs to the economy to restaurants you know you know those restaurants you magically can take your mask off when you sit down and nothing ever happens <laughs> but magic. god forbid you go to the bathroom without a mask on it's magic man it's absolutely <laughs> modern day alchemy man magic Jesus Christ, man. well all right uh speaking of uh the same old story Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving <laughs> oh, all right great. what now well, we haven't uh, recorded since this happened. This was a few days ago, but he didn't show up for a game. And he apparently let his teammates know. Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I seen he was in the news, but I quit yeah. reading. I see Kyrie. I'm like, of course he did something yeah. goofy. <laughs> what did you do? He didn't show up for a game. He texted and told his teammates that he wasn't showing up. He did not tell Steve Nash. Okay. Steve Nash is the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. The head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. But he let all of his teammates know. He let his teammates know. I'm not sure if he let all the teammates know, but he at least let uh, good old Kevin Durant know. You know, good old Kebs. (laughs) So what was his reason? No one knows. Mm. He didn't say. Ran out of sage. There are some, I mean... (laughs) That's not out of the realm of possibility. No, it's not. I'm I'm kind of half serious as well. Uh, some people are speculating that, because um, I believe, was it the Jacob Blake mm. thing happened the day before where they decided not to they, press charges? Yeah, yeah. they acquitted of all those charges. Um, yeah. There was that. Uh, the Capitol building thing also mm-hmm. happened at the same time. So some people were speculating that, you know, the state of the world didn't, the uh, you know, was the reason why he couldn't play. Listen, listen to me. Okay. The professional in professional sports has just been totally, totally removed. Mm-hmm. People don't look at professional sports as a job anymore, and that's what it is. It's your job. I don't get to not go to work because of something that happened in Washington, D.C. Yep. I don't. If I had the option, I wouldn't take it. Yeah. I would love to ask Kyrie what does – what does that have to do with you 
okay, you're not in the right headspace. Fine. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you don't show up either. There's a million people that you show up. You got a bunch work. of stuff that other stuff that you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's totally fine. And if if you want to take up some morally righteous position, okay, fine, fair enough. Maybe play the game, take your game check, and then uh, just give it to Jacob Blake's family. Yeah. If if again, if that's what the problem was, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was. And that's or not. what affected. If you. that's what the problem was, if that was why you didn't play, then it's still, in my view, stupid to not show up, or silly, or immature. Or all of the above. Mm. Well, let me ask you this about Kyrie. Because my theory on a lot of people right now, although it is a tough time, I do feel like there is a lot of um, the scapegoating mechanism is being being implemented Mm -hmm. by a lot of people. Um, We have, there are all kinds of issues that we had as a society before COVID that we've now blamed on COVID. I made this exact same point two days ago, which people people have that internal dialogue in their head all day long as to you know there's something you need to get done and you're not doing it. And then you look for a reason and go, oh, COVID is why I can't leave my place today. Mm. You can leave your place today. You're choosing... You made a decision. You made a decision. At the end of it, you made a decision. Kyrie made the decision to not play. Right. Or, and he found a reason why, but you just it, you made the decision not to play. Yeah. That's your decision. Mm-hmm. You as easily could have found just as many reasons as to why you should play. Yeah, I, I often wonder, like, well, actually, I don't really wonder. I think it'd be pretty wrapped up pretty quickly, but definitely not politically correct. But I'd love to talk to his therapist, get his opinion on this. He'd probably say he's a loon, point blank period. Now, that's not nice, but Kyrie um, has had, he shit in every garden he's ever made. Okay? He forgot about the uh, manure. Mm-hmm. He made his own with his own shit. And then the, the plants didn't grow. He killed yeah. everything in the garden. And then blamed everybody else for it. And, you know, this metaphor is literal in, in, in uh, Boston because that uh, whole place hates him there. They can't stand him. The players down to the fans. Um, remember that video of him coming out the year before he left and he was like, hey, Boston, I love you. Uh, I've already decided mm-hmm. a year in advance. This rest. time next year I'm going to resign for five more seasons, mm-hmm. all this other shit. And then when he was asked about it, he was like, well, I mean, emotions change, things change, which to some degree, okay. But it's like the the kid that cried wolf, right? By that fifth time you do it, I'm like, come on, dude. Right. What the fuck? Oh, well, you know, maybe it is the – maybe you can make a collective argument that it's the the case trials, that the charges dropped on Blake and the capital issues, and he doesn't feel safe in New York City with all these – mob mentality things going on. Uh, I don't buy that, but, Mm -hmm. you know, if he wants to make that case, fine. What I would say is what's going to be the case in two months when he does something, when he implodes again, or three weeks, or three days? Mm -hmm. Are we going to keep saying the same shit? Yeah, what's the excuse that we're going to put onto this? Despite how talented Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are, Mm -hmm. they both have the same issue, which is every locker room they've been in, 
there have been issues with them. Mm-hmm. And again, everybody wants to, oh, it was Draymond's fault. Oh, it was LeBron's fault. Oh, it was the coach fault. The assistant coach. The water boy. But it's never the them. cheerleaders. No. It's never their issue. The the constant here is Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna get through the season without either they're either gonna try to kill each other. Uh-huh. Well not kill each other, but uh they're either going to say passive aggressive things about each other to the media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they're gonna unite against everybody else. One or the other. It won't be long. It's already started. Kyrie was having problems in Brooklyn last year. Yeah. The teammates had already started talking to the media about he's fucking weird. Yeah. He keeps doing weird shit. He keeps burning sage before the games. These are these look, these are a bunch of black dudes. <laughs> these are a bunch of this. black dudes, yeah. not from not from the suburbs. Like mm-hmm. if if I was sitting in a locker room and one of my teammates walked in burning some sage, I'd be like, my nigga. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, it's part <laughs> of my heritage, mm. nigga. You know what's so sad you about shut your black ass up? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. Oh, man. What's so sad about that is you know there are a lot of Kyrie Irving enablers. Uh, people that don't watch basketball love Kyrie Irving. True. He's he's somehow you know he's the guy that wears SpongeBob. They buy his shoes. He they, doesn't take himself too seriously, yeah. and they don't understand him at all. Yeah, he takes his he takes <laughs> himself. They don't more, know. He totally takes himself too seriously. <laughs> uh, That's the problem. Well, this guy's got friends tattoos. He wears SpongeBob, you know, basketball shoes. Yeah, and, didn't he get a? Didn't he get a bunch of? Uh, was it rappers tattooed on himself? I mean, he got like mm-hmm. the cast of Friends tap. Tattooed on himself. I know about that one. I don't know about the rapper. Like the rapper thing. Like okay. (laughs) And listen, nothing wrong with the series, friends, friends. But I'm not going to put plenty wrong with it. (laughs) We can't display that all. (laughs) There was a show called Living Single Mm -hmm. before Friends. That with an all black cast. Same concept. Cheers. Cheers. You ever seen Cheers? I've seen Cheers. Listen, we'll put it like this. There are several shows that came out before Friends that did what Friends did better than Friends did it. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers was better than Friends. Living, um, living Single was way better. <laughs> there just wasn't as much reality TV back then. Shout yeah. out to T.C. Carson. Mm. Kratos. Nope. Anyway, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Again, I think a lot of people don't quite realize that like the way NBA players get paid. Like you get game checks. Yep. You know? It's not all one lump sum of money. So sitting out of a game. You're losing money for it, but. You're forfeiting quite a bit of money. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. And again, if it's about these political causes, then play. Even if you play poorly, you still make the money. Yeah. And And then forward that along. And I'd be, I think you'd be pained if I asked you, what is Kyrie Irving's opinion on everything? I think you'd be very. I couldn't give you an answer. You couldn't no, give me an I answer. Yeah. I don't think he knows. I really don't. I really don't. I think because I've heard him contradict himself with his philosophies. He'll get on Instagram and, like, post this big, long. And I don't mind, like, long, thoughtful posts. Yeah. I don't mind them. Unless there's no thought into it at all. It's just someone. It, it, if I didn't know him, I'm like, oh, he just did some acid. 
and just wrote a bunch of shit down that come to the <laughs> top of his head. No, I'm serious. It's usually like it's incoherent dribble. He'll use words like postmodern, right? And all postmodern means is post-truth. It means there's no, if I say Islam or Christianity or true, I can't say that because in a postmodern society, there is no such thing as an absolute truth. That's all that means, right? He'll put that in the a middle of a sentence that doesn't, the syntax, none of that stuff connects. Mm-hmm. And then when he's called on it, like when people go on national TV, when Max Kellerman's like, I don't think this guy's as smart as he thinks he is. Uh, oh, everyone says you're a hater or, you know, you're not, uh, you're not giving this young, successful, young male guy his due. And I, I really don't, I don't see that. That's what E! Entertainment and stuff says because Kyrie has good grace with, with pop culture to some degree. But the basketball community and the media staff for basketball, the people that know best about his career and what he does best, he's a far better basketball player than he is an artist. It's not close. Matter of fact, what, what is it that he's done that would grant that? I wouldn't even call myself an artist, even if I drew things. Because it's so, it's like, you know, I, I remember listening to Ray Charles or someone one time. They asked him if he was an artist. And he mm-hmm. was like, my definition of an artist is someone that I look towards. Yeah. He goes, I'm sure I am. He's absolutely an artist. Mm-hmm. But the way he's seen it was, I have something I have to do. I have to get off my chest. And if you guys want to call it art and talk about it, just don't ask me to explain it to you. Yeah. Well, that's what art is. You just put it out there. What Kyrie Irving does is he'll go do Sage everywhere. And when, when no one understands what he's doing, he'll go to the press conference right after and be like, you guys are thick. You guys are stupid. You don't see what I'm doing? No, art speaks for itself. That's what that is. It's, 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 you can put it in a time capsule. When you go see the Mona Lisa, you can't go. The, the, the person that uh, painted that is dead. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to make up your own conclusions. Yeah. So that's just a, that's my thoughts on him. Very unattractive, that Mona Lisa. <laughs> She's got the, as Bob Dylan would say, she has the highway blues. Um, yeah. Museums are depressing. Did I ever tell you all that? I've been to a few museums. Yes. It's usually about dead stuff. Yes. I mean, I, I, I love the history. <laughs> I love the history, but no, they're depressing. They are. They're, the poets used to say, Salvation goes up on trial in museums because is this like if if there is no if there is no God and there is no afterlife and there's nothing, then the afterlife is a museum. That's how human societies exist. the The, the pyramids are a museum. Anything that's there is a monument that people go and observe. Uh, but it's dead, dead atoms. Can't stir the human heart. They just can't. The context is lost. Uh, if you guys ever go to the Met, <laughs> what? Nothing. I'm really. I'm segueing, man. Listening in, like, <laughs> go ahead, man. You uh, got it. You got it. You want it? Nah, I'm good, man. You go to the Met. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have arcs there. Yeah, they have arcs there. How'd they get an arc? <laughs> from South America to the Met, in New York City. Now it's, now it's cool, but it is really sad. It's like another civilization captured this very important thing and put it in a building and said, oh, here it is. Yeah. Come on, mobs. Come look at it. <laughs> come stare. We don't know anything about this thing. No. Nope. We hired secular universities to go study it. You know, in other words, white professors. And they explain what these languages mean. I mean, it's, it's half the problem, right? Isn't this, isn't this Kyrie Irving's point? 
He does the sage. <laughs> like I'm trying to give him his credit here. Yeah. You see? Don't. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm trying to understand. I don't know what like, his no. point has ever been on anything, to yeah. be honest. From no, I told you, the only thing I ever agreed with Kyrie Irving on was when uh, he was <laughs> – that reporter was talking about LeBron James' parenting skills. Mm. And I could tell Kyrie Irving was like, are Where you – she going? Are you – in, are you implying that? <laughs> and then he was like, "No, yeah, yeah, LeBron's a, a great, a great parent. Yeah, sure. Uh, um, what does that have to do uh, with this? What, you know." <laughs> and the reporter finally said, "You know, what did LeBron James's parenting and father skills bring to his leadership role on the Cleveland Cavaliers?" It's like, oh, <laughs> Kyrie yeah. was like, oh, <laughs> I have a father, lady, <laughs> right." Who does that job for me? LeBron James is no father figure. That was the one thing I was like, yeah, you totally were within your rights to getting her ass. That was stupid. <laughs> was she a white lady? Yes. Oh, she must have thought he didn't have a dad. <laughs> You're right. She probably yeah, did think right. I mean, because I, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. imagine them asking me that question. Yeah. Right. They definitely I've never, no. I've never been asked <laughs> about father to, figures, yeah. nothing like that. They wouldn't have went to Kevin think Love about and asked him that question. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. I was trying to know. think of a white player on Cleveland at the time. Like, did they ask Kevin Love if if LeBron James was a good dad? <laughs> they to absolutely him? wouldn't. Oh man, damn uh, it! <laughs> oh man, damn it! <laughs> and by the way, LeBron James at this time is like thirty-two. Yeah, right. I ain't looking up to nobody no. that's thirty-two. <laughs> As a father figure, this motherfucker was 10 when I was a baby. At best, he's big brother. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At best. And Kyrie didn't even like that description. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have video evidence that says he doesn't even know what that means. Nope. Well, Max, can you ask it another way? Okay. I'm going to say it. Th- I'm going to give you three different three an- analogies. If I tell you, are you second banana? Mm. Right? I'll, I'll give you guys a good I, I example. Don't, I don't know what that is. We all went out to get some drinks. Mm-hmm. And Victor mm-hmm. referred to Ty as the second oh, Ty. No, it. no, it's, it's <laughs> you did. Do, he did do that. No, but it, it's literally the perfect example of what I'm talking about here. It was right? two young ladies, oh yeah, who are only eyed looking, and this that nigga threw me under the bus <laughs> for two eyed looking <laughs> chicks. This nigga was like, "Oh, that's Ty." No, yeah, I'm tired too. Now, mind you, the rest no, of the night. No, he's the second tie. That is the only thing he remembers. I want all the buses bottle over your motherfucking head. <laughs> That's the <laughs> only thing you remember from that night. I remember the whole night. I don't really? drink like y'all. I do. <laughs> You you had a few. I, had, I, I hooked no. you up with some some Don some Don Julio. Don't, don't get defensive, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I ain't getting defensive. <laughs> I just remember you drank two margaritas. Yeah, I drank a little. I remember the whole night though. Mm. I remember that shit. <laughs> Motherfucker. Remember eating the hot wings sitting on that bench? I remember that. That was, those were good times, man. <laughs> those were good times. That food was awful. I know it was. Where were we? We were at Pasadena. <laughs> that was Pasadena? Yeah. We found the one no. wing shop that was still open. That was Pasadena. That was Pasadena. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was right over there off of that uh, uh, 54. Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Club 54. Right across the street from it. Yeah. I doubt oh. that place survives COVID. Oh, but no. But yeah, there's a little wing stop right there. Jesus, that place had more fights going on in there. I did at 54. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just talking about. I don't. I don't think they've <laughs> been in business for yeah a year. I think majority of those places down there have either closed. Yeah, I, I, I just 
I mean, I, I wouldn't think a club because they only open like Thursdays and Saturdays and, yeah. and Friday nights anyway. I don't hours. think there's is, I don't think it's as killing of a business as some people think it is. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's, it's the selective hours that they're open. I just they're had this discussion actually... with one of the, uh, this guy that owns like seven properties and he was telling yeah. me about what's a worthwhile investment in terms of entertainment and what's not. And like, unless you own Staples Center. And you have something that can be... A venue that can be constantly used. Constantly used, but you're also paying a heavy, lofty price to go use it. Yeah. Right? A ticket to a Lakers game is not cheap. No. Um, like the NFL, for example, has lost over a billion dollars this year. That's just yeah. from the gates. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the average ticket the stand, from, yeah. from the suites all the way down to the lowest cost seat yeah. is 250 And you have 80,000 seats, 32 teams, 17 weeks. Yeah. That's over a billion bucks. All your all your facility workers still on payroll, depending on if they have. Oh, they got the money to pay them. Yeah. yeah, I'm just talking about like in any event. If I'm an owner, and the only way I'm a billionaire is you because know, of what you, yeah, you know, hundred million dollars of my money comes from from people actually being there. Yeah, now, I don't feel bad for these guys, but that's the NFL. Club Fifty Four is just isn't the NFL. The yeah. <laughs> They're definitely going down the tubes. Yeah, yeah. This is why people kept Vegas open, because the people at Vegas went, oh, my God. They if saw. we close down, we'll never get going again. No. This entire city's dependent on that income coming from those casinos. Bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> like we, call it what it, we call it what it is. Yeah. Like, the you know, bad. everyone like, spends more money in Vegas than they plan to. That's the thing. But And if you, you don't, people down. are like, why the fuck you come out here? Yeah. You tight-ass yeah. motherfucker. live a regular life somewhere else. Yeah. But no. Yeah, it's going to look bad for the next coming year for a lot of these areas. But, uh, yeah, Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on back to him. Kyrie is, you know, what? I, I, I give him more credit than I'm pretending to. Yeah. Only because he's so great at basketball. And I don't think he's really afraid of the moment. He does go out there and try any, any attempts to... Take over a game, sometimes to a fault, but he's not afraid of the moment. Yeah, and he's the best show in basketball. It's not close when he's I'm playing sure. his game. He's, he's entertaining as hell to watch him and Steph Curry. Speaking of Steph Curry, those motherfuckers beat the Clippers the other night. We were up by twenty. Up by twenty. I keep trying to tell this motherfucker he won't listen to me. <laughs> and for whatever reason, they double teamed and triple teamed Steph. Yeah, and then in the fourth quarter, they were like, "Oh well, he's not playing well." And yeah, he just kept hitting and hitting. And hitting, you know how many points Lou Williams had? I don't think he scored. <coughs> Time to trade. Trading block. <laughs> you ready to go now? You trying to tell this motherfucker, man? The same shit is gonna happen. The same thing. It's going to be the same thing all over again if they run back pretty much the same team into the playoffs. They got their. If it don't down. happen. I ain't switch shit. If, <laughs> if if it don't happen in the second round, it's gonna happen in the third. Yeah. Yeah, I have no, no doubt if they run into, I'm picking the Lakers. Mm. You know, it it might be somebody altogether different. The Lakers look, um, the Lakers don't have any rim protection anymore. Listen, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about (laughs) it. It's not going to (laughs) matter. It's not going to matter. I don't know, man. It's not going to matter. Who do they need to protect the rim uh, from? They've got Anthony Davis. 
Giannis is on the other side. Anthony Davis is not. I've I've just been watching the Lakers. They're not playing very well. (laughs) And I play. They'll get it. Just trust me on this, man. I think they'll be. They'll be all right. I just it wouldn't shock Cole. It, it wouldn't shock me. It would. This is Cowboys. It, it would not shock. Shit. No, it would not shock me if some other team ascends mm-hmm. this year. It's going to be mm. the Lakers and the Clippers in the finals. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are going to win in six. In six, six. All right, man. Kawhi is going to get those two games. <laughs> well, how many games is Paul George going to get? Zero. <laughs> Come on, man. You don't think he goes off for one game? No. Against the Lakers in the Western he's Finals? Gonna, look, and he's going to walk right shit. up to Anthony Davis and go, you ain't shit! <laughs> no, he's not. He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that he's at gonna, all. He's going to just slap LeBron and be like, you ain't no king. Definitely not. <laughs> if only. If only that was the kind of stuff Paul George did. Uh, yeah. Kawhi's probably be shitting his pants in that moment because not for himself. He's going to look around the court, and, and Paul's going to be, like, sweating and, like, yeah. looking Lord, all weird. Yeah. I don't know if y'all noticed his mannerisms last mm-hmm. year in the playoffs, but he looked like he's he seen a ghost. Down. He looked like he's seen a ghost. Yeah. You can see it on their faces. That's what I like about pro sports, man. When he hit the side of the going on up here, <laughs> we see it. Oh, that's see it. New England. Uh, oh, I said New England. Tampa Bay versus the Washington football team. Thank God I didn't botch the second name. Um, <laughs> that... Washington team, they were completely like a fish out of water yesterday in the in the playoffs. They mm. looked like they had no business to be there, and they were like, oh, golly shucks, we put up a good game against Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. I hate that we're playing not to lose shit. I really fucking hate it, because there's no such thing as playing not to lose. You're either mm-hmm. playing to win, or you're going to lose. Yeah. Playing not to lose, what does that mean? Oh, we're going to go out there and be competitive? Okay, that's something you say in the regular season when you're trying to tank or you know you have no prayer. But in the playoffs, man, you got to go out there and, you know, even if you throw three or four interceptions, you got to try to make the plays necessary to win the game. Um, this is where balls as a coach come in. Because if I'm a coach and I have no prayer of winning, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to make it a game. I will risk you kicking my ass and me turning, turning the ball over three or four times and losing by 50, then, I don't know, making a game out of it. Because you're not going to beat Tom Brady by making a game out of it. No. This guy knows precisely when it, precisely the time of when it is to kill. That moment, that kill zone pops up, easy work. Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good first day for the playoffs. So we got Brown Steelers today. Okay. Titans, Ravens. Right now, I think Titans Ravens are in like the fourth quarter or something like that. They might be done already. Derrick Henry, man. And then Saints yeah. uh, Bears. The Saints Bears thing could be more interesting than people that are giving it credit for. It wouldn't shock me if New Orleans lost. What I said yesterday when being asked my picks is New Orleans finds a way to lose every year. Every year for what, four or five years straight, they've come into the playoffs favored to at least. Make it out of the NFC, at least. And some kind of way, at the very end of a game, somebody doesn't make a tackle, and they lose the game. It's always some colossal fuck-up. A blown call that was an obvious call that the ref didn't make and the Saints lose. It's happened like four times now. So, no, I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest. If Khalil Mack has a great game getting after Drew Brees' ass, yeah, I, I don't trust 
Sean Payton and Drew Brees as much as I trust Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, that crew. There's just something about New Orleans. They find ways to lose games. Yeah. Um, we talk about them like they've won seven championships. Right. They've yeah. won one championship, won and they haven't been back since, what, 2010? Was, mm-hmm. Right. I was about to say it's been over, over a decade. A decade yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. And God knows they've had the talent. Oh, my team. God. They've rolled out some hellacious teams. They've had teams go 15-1 and one in the regular both, season. Yep. Both sides of the ball, too. It's not like they've just had a high-powered offense and a weak defense or vice versa. Both sides of the ball, they're stacked. They're stacked this year on both sides of the ball. They play a very specific style of football, though. And when they can't, like you'll see those games where Drew Brees isn't completing passes. Yeah. Like he's either the most accurate quarterback you've ever seen, or there's games where they can't, they can't buy, a, buy a completion. I've seen hmm. it. And some quarterbacks, like Brady was barely over 50% yesterday. But you knew on those third and longs when it mattered. Yeah. He'd find a way to get the first down, and he would do that routinely. I've seen him do that throughout his career. You're going to have times where the running back can't get going, drop passes, or you miss throw on second down. Yeah. On those third and sevens in low percentage situations, can you find a way to make that work? And Brady, Rodgers, Wilson, these guys have built that credibility where you know. Right. Uh, Drew Brees is all time great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but there is Drew Brees is, it's more of an air out offense. I'm not sure. Hmm. That when all things are equal and you need to win a game by only 17 points, you're struggling down to the wire. Yeah, uh, New Orleans has always been the team you can count on losing that type of game. Did the Seahawks or the Rams win yesterday? Um, that's a good question because I was thinking about that while I was saying it, and then I'm I pretty sure Russell Wilson threw two interceptions and had a bad game. Mm. Yeah, I think he did. I think. Yeah, because I, I watched him. I watched him throw a pick six when he was trying to hook up with uh, right. Metcalf. Yeah, uh, the Rams did win. Yeah, the Rams won. Yeah, neither one of those. The Rams won't go very far. Yeah, they'll get. I, it depends on who they've got next, but I I pick them to get knocked in the next round. Um, I'm just glad. Excuse me. I'm just glad we got through the season. Somehow the NFL managed to get through the season. No bubble mm-hmm. with, what, triple the amount of people that yeah. the NBA has from the players. NBA teams have 12. Stuff. NFL yeah. has 55. That's well over triple. It's right. almost five times the amount of just players. Then yeah. you go to the staff, mm-hmm. the referees, the, all, the, all, the, all the stuff. Okay, I got a question. All do the people. You, you think they made it through good- the season. Do you think they did a good job, or do you think they just had a policy that was going to see this thing through no matter what? The latter. Yeah. I don't. It, I don't mean to be a downer. I'm just. Well, trying to be objective kind of, about what's going on. That's it. It's tough for me to say because they did get through the season, mm-hmm. right? And there was nothing. You know, some games had to be rescheduled. Some people had to sit out. Mm-hmm. You know, here and there, games, yeah. of course. But they made it through the season. Um, and we're in the playoffs right on schedule still. So, uh, I guess they were successful. Now, does that mean they did a good job? Right. Is that the end of the discussion on doing a good job if you reach the objective? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean, not sure. I've seen some players talk about COVID, and their position in football tends to be quite a bit different than than the basketball players. If you play football, you're risking dying Every time you go on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking your neck. Every hit you take. 
you know, you're risking a lot of body, bodily damage playing football. Mm-hmm. So COVID becomes just another part of that risk. Yeah. You know, as of basketball, the chances that you can go out there and fatally wound yourself in basketball is not going to happen no. more than likely. It's a- yeah. So the only thing you do have to worry about is COVID. And those ba- those basketball players, they're not. I hate to say this, they're not in the same shape or no as, no. as football players. No, you look at a guy like that big tall dude for uh, for Dallas. Uh, he's like seven what? four or uh, for the Mavs. For the Mavs, yes. Um, Porzingis? No, not Porzingis. No, oh, uh, Boban. Yeah, yeah mm. uh, Bogdanovich. You can't tell me that his uh, immune system is amazing. Yeah, that guy yeah. is like. He's got some type of. Like, condition yeah where it, it's got a specific name um that makes him gigantic uh, but look <laughs> i was about to say elephant tiger yes. <laughs> no you son of a <laughs> have some respect he's a nice man he does you seem will like not slander him he here. does seem like a very nice man <laughs> um always love seeing him jj barea and luka Doncic together speaking like like six different languages between the three of them back and forth. It's really interesting what they've done in Dallas. They've they've done the San Antonio thing. I was like about a, to say. Like yeah. an international mm-hmm. kind of thing. All the um, new Dirks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but here's another thing is a lot of – put it like this. A lot of people who don't like the current NBA champion have decided to – put an asterisk by the previous year's championship and say it's the bubble championship. The ring should have rhinestones. One loud one, one loud old one in particular named Skip Bayless. Hmm. But there's some other people who agree. I don't see the same thing happening with the NFL this year. I don't know how you can no. put an, an asterisk mm-hmm. by the championship. So maybe that's an added bet. benefit for them is – Nobody's going to question this, the yeah. legitimacy of this championship like they're trying to with the NBA, although I disagree with that as well. And before we get any goofs in the comments, I'm no Lakers fan. I, for damn sure, ain't no LeBron James fan. I ain't an Anthony Davis fan. I pretty much don't like anybody over there. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't you don't like, like Okus, man? Jenny Buss right. definitely don't like Kuz. Who else? Palenka? Nah. Montrez Harrell? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, he's not playing very well for them right now. Oh. Yeah. They say he's playing okay, but his average is down by nine points. Yes. So, and he's getting more minutes mm-hmm. in this rotation than he did with the Clippers. Because they don't have Howard or <clears throat> Marc Gasol's hurt. Yeah. Like, they're missing a lot of guys. It's just AD. McKee's they're playing gone. him at the number five. Yeah. And Harrell's too small to play the five. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the Clippers tried to make that work. Still. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the Joker just bammed on that motherfucker. <laughs> yes, Zubak didn't play well either. But, but Zubak is just a role player. Yeah. Montrez Harrell was supposed to be the sixth man of the year. He won it, didn't he? He won yeah. it. Yeah. He won it. Yeah. Meaning he's one of the best. He's supposed to be the best non-starter in the league. That's yeah. what that's supposed to mean. And that's so far from the truth. It's and Luga was, what, third? Yeah, in the voting, yeah. and Schroeder was second. Um, so, and they both, this is what I'm telling you, man. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It's not just Paul George. It's Kawhi. And then that's it. That's it. I like Serge. Mm-hmm. So maybe him, 
Pat Bev. No. <laughs> no. Morris. Mm, I like Morris. I know you're not a fan of Morris. No, I, definitely I, not. I, like, <laughs> I kind of like Morris. I think you need um, somebody who's willing to just scream in, in a guy from the other team's face. That's why we got Pat, Pat Bev, yeah. man. No, no. Pat Bev screaming in somebody's face is like. My like, thing with Morris is he keeps shooting. Nigga. I think he's, he think he's less than 10% from the field right now. And he keeps shooting. And it makes me want to break my foot. My my, I wish if I could just extend my leg mm-hmm. to Staples and break my <laughs> foot off in his ass, I'd do it. Canard is better than Morris. <laughs> he doesn't turn the ball over. He yeah. might be better, but he ain't worth however many <laughs> eleven bazillion dollars they gave him. What was it? Sixty. The best pickup they've made was Serge and Batum. Yeah. Serge and Batum. Yeah. And, yeah. and Nicholas Batum is 47. No, I know. But he's a smart player. Okay. <laughs> and he, he better be. <laughs> he's 47. He should know some stuff. <laughs> he just, he, you know, he's when really. When you told, I was like, Nicholas Batum, where do I know that name from? I was racking my brain. And Cole was like, Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard days. And I went. <laughs> I think that's right. That's right. That was like. Hey man, if you still got something left in the tank, still look at Tom Brady. Look at Tom Brady. No, you didn't. Just yeah. compare Nicholas Batum <laughs> to Tom Brady. <laughs> you, you shut your face. <laughs> you get out of my face. All right, Nicholas Batum. It's Kawhi, and then kind of Surge, and then that's it. That's it. Everybody else can be moved, traded off. I'd be willing to trade everybody else. And if they get in the playoffs again mm-hmm. and the same thing happens, which if they essentially run back the same team minus Montrez inserting Surge, they're going to get the same outcome. Right. Uh, you know, if if my money was on the line, I would agree with you. But my money's not on the line. <laughs> and therefore, and therefore that, that, you know, that, that uh, spit of hope mm-hmm. is still there. Still in my bones, man. Abandoned hope, all ye who enter here. This is, this is the Clippers franchise. They are allergic to success. We they can... had everything they needed, and they fucked it up. Yeah. Well, that was a sad thing to watch, man. There is a possibility that if Paul George continues to play the way that he's playing, <laughs> that he is, his trade value could go up. No, it could go up. If he's a, if he's a finalist for MVP this year, You're which right. I think is a good chance could happen. Uh-huh. Um, he's he's done it twice before in the past. Mm. He's done it before. Yeah, it, it's we're possible. talking about regular season MVP here, not playoffs. Uh-huh. <coughs> you know, you not can't bring up playoff. playoff P. Yeah, but no, the regular season ain't got nothing to do with playoff P. Mm-hmm. This man could literally turn into like a, a turd on the floor, and the he, other players slip has. on it and stink <laughs> like him. He has, and you know, Ty he would say done he's that. done it already. Yes. yes. Mm. But playoff P, yeah, in regular season, hmm. Paul George game seven against Denver, his stench <laughs> finally infected Kawhi. <laughs> I do think I do. I never seen Kawhi that defeated. Yeah. Kawhi looked over there and was like, "I can't, nah. I can't fuck this. I I'm can't done. do shit with this nigga, man. This nigga over here." And I can only imagine because again, 
I listen to these. I love how many like ex pro, ex NFL, NBA players are doing podcasts and stuff now, mm-hmm. and some of the stories that they tell about the off the field, off the court stuff, conversations that yeah. are happening. I'm like, oh, these guys are regular people in the bodies of of superhumans. Yeah, right. But they're still regular people. So all the regular people shit that you would think a person could get into is exactly what they. If you had a million dollars. And six foot eight, uh, one in a million athlete, regular nigga, up here. Mm-hmm. What What's the worst that could happen? Paul George. <laughs> Paul George. I know this is very slanderous, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. Paul George should be an MVP. He should be. Yeah. He is six foot ten. When he has a good night, not a great night, a good night, he'll shoot upwards of 50% from the three-point line. Upwards of 50. He's almost shooting 50 this season, which is stupid numbers. Yeah, That's ridiculous. He's got a mid-range game. He's a lockdown defender, again, and he's six foot ten, six ten. He's four inches taller than Kobe, three inches taller than Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Four inches taller than Jordan. He's got two inches on LeBron. And this means that he could beat all those guys. That's what that means. It means, listen, height, if you're taller, there's a reason everybody in the NBA is fucking huge. Mm-hmm. You're closer to the rim. <laughs> That's it. It makes true. it easier. Absolutely true. It makes it easier. You can get your shot off. Someone mm-hmm. can't block you. Kevin Durant, the only reason we think he's going to do well off this Achilles it's because he shoots from 16,000 feet up in the air. Right. If he and was Kobe size, we'd be right, like, ah, he's right. probably done. Yeah. And he's every bit of, what, seven foot, six, mm-hmm. six eleven, seven foot, something yeah. like that. Yeah, hands so hanging down to the floor. There's nothing you, that 10-foot wingspan or whatever it is, there's nothing you can do when he shoots the ball no. because he's so tall. Paul George, too, which means the whole problem it's up there in the head. is up here. And I'd be willing to concede, oh, well, he was struggling with anxiety and depression last year. What mm-hmm. about the year before that? And the year before that. Mm-hmm. And then there was the year where he snapped his leg. Yes. Yeah. But before that, I gave him a pass before that. That was the Indiana days. Nobody I feel like when you're playing with house money, it's okay. It's it's easier to look Those good. Those were his best playoff series. They were. Because he was playing with house money. Because nobody expected him to win. Mm-hmm. And it's not a coincidence. His largest, his most catastrophic failure was when everybody expected that team to win. The one that he was on. Because nobody expected the Thunder to win. You can engage in revisionist history if you would like. Nobody has ever expected, since Kevin Durant left, nobody's expected the Thunder to win a championship. Not with Golden State. Looming in the background, just taking everybody out. Even if, because Kevin Durant, there were a few teams that he could have went. I think the Celtics were another team on the list for uh, Kevin Durant back then. If he had went to the Celtics, and if it was Paul George and Russ versus, I don't know, well, I mean, hell, they didn't even get past Portland. I was about to say, I still would have taken the Warriors without Durant mm-hmm. to beat that Thunder team. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I yeah. would have picked the Rockets to beat that Thunder team. And Portland had no business beating that Thunder team. Nurkic was out. That Thunder team had three guys that can all have bad games at the same time. <clears throat> yeah. 
that closeout yeah. game Jeez. where uh, Dame waved goodbye to their organization, as we it all just, knew it. Um, Paul George had five points that game. That's some, a bad shot. Some, some crazy yeah. shit like that. And then has the nerve, the unmitigated goal, to get on the podium and say, That was a bad shot. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Again, I defended him on the point. Yeah. I was like, I get the point he's made. If you're going to give up any shot, you have to give up a shot. Yeah. If you're going to give up any shot, it's a step back from almost by the half-court line, a step back fadeaway three-pointer from nearly the half-court line over six foot ten Paul George, and Dame Lillard is all of five foot eleven, Maybe. On a good day. <laughs> And he hit it. So, from that perspective, sure, it was a bad shot. Yeah. But you just scored five points, and you got that shot hit in your eyeball. So, you can't say that's a bad shot. You got to live with it. Yep. You got to go, damn. Yeah. I wonder, if, I wonder if that night he thought, oh, I, I got to get out of here. If an opportunity comes up that's I'm nice, uh-huh. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm sure he did think that. I just would have said to him, uh, you can try to escape the problem all you'd like, but you're the problem. It's just going to go with you, as it inevitably did. <laughs> Russ, too. Russ, is, uh, yeah. he's brought his winning culture mm. to the Wizards. Mm. He brought it to the Rockets. <laughs> it was the same most. Again. But go, he, got a, he got a triple-double, goddammit. Yeah. Uh, okay. mm. And they didn't win their first game until the game he didn't have a triple-double. Yeah. It was interesting. That says something. I think he's really damaged the triple-double stat. At least in my view. Now when I hear somebody got a triple-double, unless it's a Luka Doncic 40-point triple-double, yeah. I go, ah, you know. What do you hmm. think about LaMelo Ball so far? He's all right. He's solid. He's a good little player. Good little player, yeah. So far. I got to tell you, man. I think he could be a very good player. Maybe mm-hmm. even a great player. Maybe. 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 Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. He is a six foot eight. Six seven, something like that. Point guard. Yeah, he can handle. He can pass. He can shoot a little bit. He is the bro- he is the brother of Lonzo Ball. His is yeah. That's a problem. That's <laughs> a problem. Like that household that he was growing up in. Yeah. I, I just when you start drinking your own Kool Aid before it's made, right before anyone tells you, hey, your Kool Aid's good. Mm. You've already established. You make the best fucking Kool-Aid on the block. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That is a problem. Yeah. And I think that is, I think that's the issue with that family. I think they've already convinced themselves. They've already cashed the checks. Their reality TV show, mm-hmm. they've already cashed the checks that they're going to be successful. Because we pulled this off. We got them in the league. Yeah. That was the hardest part. <clears throat> Let's get in them both, yeah. Probably the hardest part, but almost as hard will be them being successful in the league. Mm-hmm. I would argue more way more difficult because up at this level like you think LeBron James struggled to make it into the league you're right any great player you can think of did any of them maybe with the exception of a guy like Jimmy Butler Kawhi Leonard Kawhi Mm -hmm. yeah who you know who didn't have the traditional yeah but through things but eventually you know came around uh Jimmy Butler was just from too small of a place, Tomball, Texas, yeah. right? Like, if he had grown up in Houston or, easily if he was in Houston, you know, a bigger or, city. Yeah, Houston, he, Dallas. He, he probably wouldn't have had the path that he had. Yeah. Um, 
so uh, so yeah, if getting into the league was exceedingly difficult, you're gonna have trouble winning a championship at some point. Agreed. If that's again, I don't even know if for the Ball family that's their goal, or for for uh, Lavar, mm-hmm. that was the goal. I think it was uh, just to get them in, and and that's an accomplishment in and of itself, a big one. At yeah. one point, I think the other brother got cut from Detroit. He got signed, but I think he got cut not too long Which after one, uh, that. Uh, the middle, uh, Leangelo. Leangelo. I didn't know he actually. Uh, yeah. He made it. He got signed by Detroit in the offseason. Oh, okay. And they that's, posted a picture together. That, and I was like, listen. That's good for him. Shout out oh. to y'all. God bless. Yeah. That's cool. Three, three, All three of them was in the league. I'm pretty sure the Leangelo got cut. Okay. But, yeah, my my thing is like, I think Lonzo and uh, LaMelo were going to make the league regardless of what their father said. Mm-hmm. Um, Lonzo probably would have been a second-round guy. And I think his path forward would have been way easier if his father had not... Did everything that he did up to that point. Talked all that shit. He he Ric Flair'd his son Mm. into a second... He was second pick? Second pick. Second pick by the Lakers? By the Lakers. By Magic Johnson? Yeah. Picked you to be their new point guard? The amount of pressure, and he could. He was a good. He's he's a good player. Mm-hmm. He was a good player. You could, he could never live up to those kinds of standards, and that's the problem that everybody has with him now. Like I hear Ticket TV talk about him, um, saying that people don't give the guy enough slack, and I agree. I think people don't give him enough slack, but the reason is is because he's the second pick in the draft. Yeah, when right. you're second pick in the draft, you don't get to just average ten. No. Or eight or in Tennessee. You've been built no. up. See, this no. is why I love sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. In any other context, these ball brothers would be Kardashians to some degree. But in sports, you still got to go out there it's and you have to talent. beat these other grown men on the yeah. court. And people like myself uh, will call you out on hyperball and uh, contextualizing and revisionist histories. I don't mind doing it. Because uh, LeVar Ball, I want to push back on one thing you said, which was you didn't think that was the plan. Even if it wasn't the plan, I think LeVar Ball is another one of these guys who, not so different than uh, he who shall not be named, that's no longer on Twitter. Um, They're egomaniacs. No, egomaniacs. Mm -hmm. It's megalomania. You you think you can accomplish? No, you think you can say whatever you want to say. Yeah, and that's the thing. Well, trust me. You know, just trust me. No, I can make it happen. Trust <laughs> no, you me. can't. I'm no, a dog. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> I'm forty. I can beat Michael Jordan. One of you my know. favorite sports clips ever. Uh, <laughs> or or it can sound like this. Mm-hmm. I'm the smartest. <laughs> I'm the best. You know. Uh, yeah. Sorry, when I hear that, my brain goes, uh-uh-uh-uh. And I hear that when I listen to the Kardashians, uh-uh-uh. It's the same shit. It's literally people taking themselves like they're, they're divine, and their presence is going to make everyone better. And it's quite the opposite. They're more like rotting cockroaches that go into a room and radiate everybody in the room and make them sorry, too. That's what they do. Lonzo Ball made the Lakers suck. 
LeBron James missed the playoffs for the first time in his career since his rookie season playing with Lonzo. That's what happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you put Kim Kardashian in a movie, it's going to suck. <laughs> if, you, if, you let, if you let a guy on Twitter that's got funny hair be the president, he's going to be the worst one in history. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Perfect yeah, cold rant. Yeah, right chill there. your ass out, man. <laughs> Relax, motherfucker. It's absolutely true. Yeah. But, you know, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not giving him. And LeVar Ball also fucked his own son, you know, hired some dude. You got to <laughs> rephrase a little <laughs> yeah. bit on that. that okay, was no, a- no, I don't. I, okay. I'll, I mean it metaphorically. Guys. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> his best friend who went to prison for stealing stuff. Yeah. He let him run his, his company. company. <laughs> and then stole the money. And he stole from him. Of course he did, Victor. Of course oh, he stole from man. him. He stole from him before. Oh, but if no, I stole $2 million from you brand. and I went to prison for a couple years yeah, and I go, I go, hey, Vic, I need a job. <laughs> yeah, sure. And you go, hey, buddy, you not only can my you. my accountant. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. going to let you hold my stuff. <laughs> yeah, you have access to everything I got, yeah. including my son. Yeah. And he's the one making all the money, exactly. if we're being honest. <laughs> he's my poster child. But uh, When his yeah. dad called him use goods. Yeah, that was. Called his son. He called Lonzo use goods. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did it on the little reality TV show mm-hmm. they got. I, I wasn't. The Kardashian that's, thing was not an exaggeration, no, guys. These motherfuckers the are totally it. trying to make themselves like keeping up with the balls. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Except for the family ain't got no balls. That's the problem. Not a single one of them. That was a bar right yeah, there. Was. Not a single one of them in the moment of truth can they do the right thing. In the moment of truth, Lonzo LeVar Ball goes on national TV and talks about switching gears with Molly. Okay, that's what he does. He says crazy shit that makes people go, oh, my God, this guy's nuts. Yeah. He's funny, but he's nuts. Yeah. Uh, Lonzo, Lonzo has about as much personality as a sloth who's been neutered. Okay, Lonzo just he's just there, he's just hanging out. Yeah, he, he doesn't have much personality. No, he, he has none. He tried to show it a little bit with his rap. Rap. Remember, he tried to rap a little bit. When he made cut two or three songs. Oh God! This is the saddest thing about I can it. Only imagine. <laughs> let me let me get back to this point. Awful. He was drafted, and him and his daddy, him and his daddy, put those Lakers jerseys on, mm-hmm. and they looked in the camera and said, "Showtime is back." Yeah. And his daddy says he's going to be like Showtime. He's going to be like Magic Johnson with a jump shot. It's like, oh my. Yeah, he did. I remember that one. Oh yeah, and we can't. Magic we can't, Johnson with a jump, jump shot. He cannot so, be exonerated. Just, so maybe the greatest player ever is what that would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magic with a jump shot. Right. He was going to make LeBron better. You know, all this stuff. Absolute horseshit. And this shit in, uh, this isn't going to work. I think the LaMelo thing, it was a mistake going to Charlotte. What, what, what do you think about Charlotte as a whole? Because they're winning a little bit right now. They've got Terry Rozier, who's a freak. That's a guy who... Like, when I watch his highlights and stuff, I'm like, this is a guy who could maybe play in the NFL, like mm. at the corner position. He's small, mm-hmm. but he, when that dude jumps, when he cuts, he's just, he's a beast. So they've got Rozier. They paid Gordon Hayward way more money than anybody should pay Gordon Hayward at this point in his career. Yeah, who's his <laughs> agent, man? Yeah, uh, whoever they are. Um, God bless you. Might, he's got to have Kirk Cousins' agent. <laughs> They've got to have the same agent. Another, another above average. Gordon white Hayward, athlete. Yeah, 
slightly above average. Slightly above average. Only slightly. Gordon Hayward's like your third best player on the team. Yeah. If you're trying yeah. to win a chip, he better be your third best player. Yeah. Right. He has been their third best player. They still ain't won in Boston. I mean, he's <laughs> dealt with injuries and all that. His legs snapped. Remember when his legs snapped? His legs snapped, yeah. His legs snapped. Remember LeBron talking about hearing it snap? That was an opening yeah. game, wasn't yeah. it? That was an opening game of the season. Do you know his leg was broken? He was like, "Did you guys watch the game?" (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker looked like a limp noodle. Sounded like a gunshot went off when his goddamn when his calf bone snapped. Yeah, you're right. Not a limp noodle, like a a dried dried piece of pasta Mm -hmm. hadn't been cooked yet. So, but but Charlotte's winning. Hayward's playing all right. Lamelo's playing all right. Rozier's playing well. You wanted Rozier for the Clippers. Somewhat, somewhat. I'll, I'll say this. I don't think they're going to do very well. They might make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's, it's early, and there's a lot of these teams that just got thrown together like the Suns that people don't know, okay, how should we play against Devin Booker with Chris Paul on the court? Yeah. My suspicion is people are going to figure this out. Like LaMelo, I watched him play the other day. He's, he doesn't look bad, but he's got some, he's got a, his game is not as dimensional as it needs to be. He's not as good as John Morant was as a rookie or something like that. Mm. And John yeah. Morant wasn't nearly good enough his first yeah. year to, to do anything substantial. Yeah, and I, I hate John Morant got hurt this year. Mm-hmm. I know. You know he's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite new guys. <clears throat> Did uh, He uh, also, to go back to LaMelo Ball, Michael Jordan is the owner. If you know, And, and, and to say you know he's going to be Magic Johnson with a jump shot, if y'all think LeVar Ball isn't above – I don't know, taking a shot at Michael Jordan, which he's already with done his, on yeah. multiple occasions. Um, and his, his, his sons are apparently a bunch of wimps, a bunch of pansies. When you have an overbearing father, that tends you to become happen. That. Yeah. Right. Well, it's still true. Yeah. Dang I, I can't, I, I really just can't, you know, it's I don't know. I, I, I love my father, but I would definitely put my father in his place if, if, if he crossed lines. Mm-hmm. It's what you got to do. You're a grown yeah. man. You're a human being. That have some fucking boss. self-respect. Again, like You're the messy. professional aspect is just totally lost. I'll be like, nigga, that's my boss. You can't say bad shit about him in the media. Right. Yeah. He owns the company that I play for. We can't do that. Forget yeah. the fact that you might Shut get your, your ass, ass jumped. You can't live in Los Angeles and talk shit about Magic Johnson and the mm-hmm. Lakers. Like, you're not going to be welcome to any bar in the city. No. Laker fans, they don't play. Not at all. They're very serious. If y'all think mm-hmm. LeVar Ball's popular in Los Angeles, Man. I have no doubt if he went to Buffalo Wild Wings, they'd <laughs> shit on him for two Boo! hours. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Get this bum out of here. Get your bum ass out of my face and take your sorry ass sons with you, all three of them. Yeah. All three. It's it's a it's just a par, it's a partiality show it's, mm-hmm. it's it's a clown show yeah all right yeah. circus so I got one more thing Leonard Ellerby this just popped in my head Leonard Ellerby approved of a fight between Danny Garcia no Ryan Garcia uh-huh. which Garcia Ryan Ryan's uh, the young one Ryan's the tall the handsome one yeah he's Delahoy is he's Del he's the he's the new Oscar right the new yes. golden boy yes. Versus Gervonta Davis. Who wins? I did I, see that. Mm. That's uh, if they fought in two years, I'd say Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem: Ryan Garcia is twenty, and as good as he is, 
I don't know if his defense is – he can't get hit. But Gun to my head, I, I, I'll take Ryan Garcia. Mm. Ryan Garcia? Who you got? I got Davis. I got a feeling that Davis has – I'm tiebreaker, <laughs> man. I got Davis. All right. Here's why. It's because I just watched Garcia get dropped bad with a left hook. If anybody can throw a lunging left hook well right now at that same weight division, mm-hmm. it is Gervonta Tank Davis. Now, of course, Garcia he's has gonna have a to get big, clo- He's going right. to have to get close to him. Right. To yeah. There's a yeah. big height advantage. There's a height advantage and a reach advantage. Yeah. So it will be very difficult for him to get in. But There is no grappling. Right. There's no way to close the distance without getting punched. Right. Yeah. But uh, I think it will be a case of – and now that Garcia's already been concussed once, he'll be easier to concuss again. So if he gets hit with that same shot from fucking Tank, that's it. One of those, the fight's over. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me let me give the argument for the other side here. What if I said he was nineteen twenty? In each fight, we're watching this guy blossom into a more complete fighter. Yeah. Like he's improving at a rate that's that well, looks similar to. Some of the greats in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like Canelo very early. Yes. It was like every fight. Yes, that right. same and type of style. Especially yeah. after the Floyd fight. Yes. Was he, when he added the rolling mm-hmm. in. He, nobody does like that like Canelo can no. now. Right. He rolls with punches so well that the punches don't even land. No. Yeah. Right? It's it's crazy to watch. Let me see how old Gervonta Davis is. Cause I think he's young as well. I think he's twenty six. 26, mm. yeah. He's 26. Five foot five. And Ryan Garcia is 20, you said, I believe. Yeah, he's 20 or 21 now. And I think he's almost six foot tall. That's all. That always fucks me up. These guys fight at like 145, and they'll be like 5'10, 5'11. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ. He's 5'10. 5'10, mm. yeah. And 22. 22, okay. So. Yeah. So, yeah, Javante's right. got a few years, years on him. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think if they fight within the next year-ish, I'd pick Davis. Mm-hmm. If they fought in, like, three years maybe, two or three years from now, I'd probably go with Garcia. I think the, the that reach advantage is going to be And he's got he, – and, th- and, he, and he throws, like, uh, his hand speed is, yeah. is, is, is crazy. Yeah, that's um, for sure. I don't know, man. It's it, that I, I like that that fight's happening. You know, those are the fights that need to take and place. And mm-hmm. it's going to happen, you know, when they're both young. Mm-hmm. We don't need to wait for these guys to be fucking 40 Still before prom. we do this fight. Come like into their prime. Come let's on, come yo. In. Yeah, yeah, like, let's, let's, let's knock this shit out. Let's run. Let's do, uh, let's do three of these shits. Yeah. It's so young, you could do a trilogy. With them. If yeah. they split the first two, of course. Yeah. You know. But, yeah, it's time. Speaking of boxing, Anthony Joshua said he's retiring in five years. So whatever he has mm. to do, you know, people are like, oh, my God, why is he? Because he's smart. He's, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, after you win, he has four of the heavyweight belts. All he has to do, Just the other him. belt is mm-hmm. with, with Fury. Yeah. The only thing he has left to do is to finally fight the best contender from across the across the river, so to speak, yeah. that's the fight. And I, 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 right now, I don't even want to blame him. He wants the fight. Yeah. Wilder is kind of fucking everything up. The legality issues, right now, because Wilder's not committing to what dates he wants to fight. Mm-hmm. He's threatening to possibly sue people, but he doesn't do it. You know, including his trainer, who apparently uh, 
you know, wanted to kill him. He's making know? a mess of his career right now. YouTube, I'm only joking. Mm-hmm. But, a, you know, he, he made up a bunch of, bunch of excuses, but it's caused the whole heavyweight division to be st- – yeah. it's like the day the earth stood still for the heavyweight division. We're all just waiting to see what this goofball does. And I almost wish the fucking boxing commission just took his license from him yeah, so people can go fight again. Like, right? Yeah. To hell with this guy. Like, you, you can't freeze the entire shit. Yeah. For this one dude. Like, let's keep him moving. We need this Fury. Fury ain't no spring chicken either. No, He's an older fella. He's right. in his 30s. Fury would like to fight again someone else. He does yeah. not want, no one wants to just sit here yeah. while this guy, like, tries to get over himself. Basically That's basically what we're doing. Right yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like getting, it's like if, if, if you had someone you were working with and you got in a huge fight with them at work and your employer said, well, until he's ready to see you again at work, we're not paying you. Mm-hmm. Now, you would rightfully look at the CEO, your boss, or your general manager and go, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. What kind of resolution is this? This isn't, you know, uh, what was that fucking little, the Teletubbies. This isn't the Teletubbies. And these aren't the streets. This is a business. Yeah. Right? So I don't give a shit about all that reputation bullshit and heart and lion talk and king and queen. Fuck you. I got to make some money. Yep. I got to do my thing. I have a legacy. I have a window of time. And I got this other guy that's even a bigger star mm-hmm. than Deontay Wilder that lives in my rival country to some degree. Because England yeah, and Ireland, they like, would, yeah. they would pack. They would pack. What is, what is that? Wimberley? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That would be, That'd be one of 100,000 people. Oh, yeah. They would pack that place. Yo. Yeah. Oh, it would be so good, man. And they've oh. been waiting for a fight like and that. And I really think it's almost, oh. I'd say it's 55-45 mm-hmm. favoring Tyson, but I, I do think Joshua has a good chance of putting him down once in that fight. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got a way better chance than uh, I'd give Wilder. I think Wilder, it's, it, it was almost like Fury went, God damn, I wish I'd have just done this the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If I'd have known this guy was gonna can't this. handle the pressure, yeah. I would have quit worrying about getting hit by him. And I fear this is going to happen to Wilder in any. I think if he fought Joshua, Joshua would do the same thing to him. Yeah, he's got. He'd run right at him. There's a game plan now to be able to take him out. The blueprint is out. And he's not a counter puncher. Yeah. Like what happened to Joshua against uh, Luis? That was. That was. First of all, that was partly fluky, but the other part was that guy was a counter puncher. Mm -hmm. So when he was throwing shots, he'd land shots, as that says. You know, you throw a shot, and even if you connect or miss, the person that throws a shot afterwards. That's been set up by your own shots, mm-hmm. counterpunch. Yeah. Um, in the case of Wilder, he cannot. Uh, he's not only is he not a good counterpuncher, he seems incapable of landing decent punches if you get him walking backwards. Yeah. Right. Now he's got that big, big right hand. But if you but if you're busting him in the lip and you're yeah. knocking him on his ass while this is going on, he can't pull it off. Uh, I, I do think he's done. Yeah. And I don't think he's mentally ready to come back either. Clearly. We've talked yeah. about this before. If you can't see the force through the trees, you're going to make the same mistakes. Mm-hmm. If you really right. think that this is a this is due to, you know, lead, lead weights and and uh, yeah, muscle relaxers and, and you know, yeah. uh, loaded gloves. I mean, everything that he could have accused, he has pulled out his team and the other side of. Yeah. He has accused him of it. It's like ten different allegations. Mm-hmm. Like he's even he's even made a big deal about how long it took for the main event. Yeah. I seen him make a comment that he was dehydrated. The costume because, was too heavy. Yeah, because there was a delay for 20 minutes or something. And I'm like, that happens every major event you go to. You can never yes, anticipate how long the fight before you's going to go and all this other stuff. You can't expect for a KO in other fights. It's just not. And 
This is why I don't trust Paul George. Because he's doing the same shit. A little less severe with the allegations, but whatever he can reach for and find, whatever he can reach for and find, that's mm-hmm. a reason why he played like shit, he'll take it. This nigga blame Christmas. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Christmas. Hey, speaking of speaking of which, did y'all see that little uh, Austin Rivers? By the way, Austin Rivers' girlfriend. My oh, God. Yeah. I, I actually, it's funny you said that. I seen yesterday, there was some clip, something about. She was getting on my nerves until I seen what she looked right. like. And I went, God damn. <laughs> yeah, it was Everything something changed. about she was pissed off because he went to go train or something like that over the holiday and wasn't spending time with. They have mm. a kid, too, so it's not like just a, like a girlfriend type yeah. of thing. But she is, I forgot her name. She's got a bazillion followers on Instagram. She is, I was like, yeah, I get it, man. <laughs> yeah, there's I'd pictures where she's trying. <laughs> I seen pictures of her where she's oh trying God, to intentionally dang. look, not bad, but like kind of rough around the edges, and she's still, still gorgeous. Anytime someone just has a hoodie on and it looks like they haven't slept all night and their makeup's yeah. everywhere. And they still are like the most attractive person you've ever seen. You're like, oh my god! Yeah, you can't beat that. She's a she's LA. She's a, a LA legit 11. LA ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, Austin Rivers should be good for him, man. Hmm. At the same time, nepotism definitely uh, <laughs> pays off well. Yeah, and she's like the him. racially ambiguous yeah, thing that you can't tell. tell. Yeah. She, now, yeah. mind you, when I heard her voice, Jeez. I went, oh god. I, 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 I you know, tune out. dude. No, I, well, he, he, part of me's thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to have. I heard that and I'm like, ah, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, I got a bad feeling. I mean, let's just be honest about this. Yeah. Let's just be a hundred percent honest about this. Is she with Austin Rivers because For, of his personality? No. Come on, guys. Come on. Hey, have some fucking respect. <laughs> this is the same guy that snitches on his daddy. Yeah. That was so disrespectful. In the middle of a game, just... Listen, I'm not saying she don't love him. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm calling it, and I don't even yeah, have a problem. see, look at this picture. Look at how attractive this woman is. It's unbelievable. She doesn't even... She, green she's eyes? Like, doesn't look like, human. She does. Uh, yeah. She looks like, she like, looks, she looks looks like a Nordic god or yeah. something like that. <laughs> that goddess with an African goddess. Or a yes. African mm-hmm. god, Nordic goddess. Yes. <laughs> That's usually how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know the Vikings stopped by Africa at yeah, some point. They did. They did. <laughs> they did. Somehow they black did. people got to, to Norway. We don't know yet. We don't know how. <laughs> we know. We definitely know. We definitely oh know. Oh, my God. Look at these. Oh, my God. fat ass. Bring her. We have a really good chance to improve the curves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. All right, man. So we're going to end it right there. Any like, share, it? subscribe, and also... Uh, Please, if there's content that you would like to hear us talk about, please leave a comment below. We love feedback, and uh, even if it's harsh, um, this is what we do. Critique is we fine. Need the, we need the criticism, so yeah, or critique. Yeah, you know, critique. there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the critique. We we welcome that type of thing here. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. All right, everybody. Peace.